interested in inviting some boring girl, whose father had recently carved it, to join them for a day down at Portsea. The girl was a shy, plain, moping type who couldn't even play tennis. She would poison their one free day for sure. How was Katerina to know that her friend would build this disagreement into a raging row? You would never consider what she might be going through, would you? What do you mean? What do we owe her? But Claire refused to explain herself any further. Get a life, Katerina, she'd yelled over her shoulder before storming off. Just piss off, why don't you, and get a bloody life. Why don't you? Katerina had called lamely after her, feeling suddenly sick with remorse and incomprehension. What had she done? It was like now in front of this broken vase. Why did I do this? Claire had been her best friend. They'd laughed together, plotted their futures, told secrets. But in spite of mutual apologies when Claire arrived back at school that evening, their closeness had ended with that horrible argument. Of course there was the rest of the crowd, Kara in particular, who'd stepped in to fill the gap. But losing Claire's friendship hurt more than Katerina was prepared to admit. So she would live with her big sister Louise for a year. Never mind, Louise would be in fifth-year medicine next year long hours working in the hospitals, as well as being stuck away every night with her books. With a bit of luck, they wouldn't see each other from one week to the next. My dear, it's spoiling everything, you being like this. Your results were so brilliant. Daddy and I are both so proud. I just wish you wouldn't argue so much. Katerina looked up, a little surprised at her mother's voice. She'd forgotten about her even being there. And here she was in the watery green silk dress that matched her eyes, a slightly surprised, harassed look lining her face. Katerina wondered for perhaps the twentieth time that week what she would have to do to make her really mad. Her mother especially valued that blue vase. She knew it. It was a beautiful thing. Katerina was ashamed she'd broken it. Yet her mother had simply stood watching, as usual. Watching while her husband and daughter slugged it out. Contained and serene as ever. Why didn't that woman ever do anything? I'm sorry, Mum, about the vase, too. It was careless of me. Her mother nodded and sighed again. Well, I do. We both want you to try to accept the situation. Katerina knew her mother was a nice person, a lovely person. Everyone who'd ever met her said so. She was good-looking, refined, warm when she wanted to be, and kind to just about everyone she met. She never seemed to get angry, hardly ever complained. The perfect country surgeon's wife. Katerina tried to remember all the good points about her mother at the same time as imagining walking over and slapping her nicely preserved face very hard on both cheeks. She couldn't help it. It wasn't so much that her mother agreed with everything her father said... It was the way she agreed. So damn demure. You never got the impression she thought anything apart from what he told her to think, or had any ideas apart from his. Katerina walked into the pantry and looked around for the dustpan and brush. Darling, did you remember that the crossways are coming for dinner tonight? Katerina swallowed her desire to let out a shriek in the small dark room, neatly lined with tins and bottles of fruit and packets of dried food. Instead, she pushed her head around the door and gave her mother a curt nod. 
the Crossways were her parents' best friends. Her father had studied medicine at university with Neil Crossway eons ago, and the family lived in Yasfield, a small town about 20 kilometres from the Armstrongs. The two men were the district's most senior doctors. They shared work in the same hospital and often rang each other to confer about patients. The Crossway's only son, Anton, had finished his fourth year of law the year before and was now doing his articles with a city firm. Katerina knew that this visit had been arranged on her behalf, that her mother and father thought it was a good idea to reacquaint their daughter with Anton, so she would know someone when she first went to the city. Someone nice, who in turn would introduce her to other nice people. Having located the dustpan and brush, she walked over to the shattered vase and knelt down. The damn thing had spread its tiny pieces into the furthest reaches.